Well, remember last week I said I'd been like really good and, and really healthy. Yeah. And it was a really good week and I felt great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all gone out the window. <laughs> um, this, this, was, this, this was a very carb-heavy week, a very cheese-heavy week. I ate an ungodly amount of Domino's yesterday. Oh, and no. at the time, it was great, and I'm still feeling kind of great, but at the same time, just a little sort of heavy pizza shame. Bloaty. Bloaty. The pizza shame. Bloaty the and, pizza And the nacho shame. shame. And, and the pizza bite shame. It's, and it's the garlic sauce shame. It's, it's, it's a different feeling from full. Bloaty is very different. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely full that like, too mm. full. Oh, okay. I've... It, yeah, it's the weird sure. sort of shameful cousin of full is bloaty. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that like it's not just full. You have consumed salt and grease and everything that like your body is now rebelling against the poison you have put inside it. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is ironic because those are the things that it's been craving for like, you know, several days or several hours now. I think uh, it's the mind that craves it, not the body. Yeah. The body's like, this is great. We're getting we're getting healthy fats. We're getting vegetables. What is this giant thing? What, why is there a whole slice of pizza coming down the gullet? Is he chewing? <laughs> is <No>. this food? <laughs> pizza should be so much more than it is. Like, it, it's all the major food groups. It's bread. It's cheese. It's vegetable. It's vegetables. <laughs> vegetable? Vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. Okay, uh, but to bring this horrible anecdote in for a landing. Yes, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I'm Moggy, joined here by Jeff. Hello. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And this week we are talking about food, specifically a very indulgence-heavy episode this week. We're going to be talking about comfort food and the ways that food works with us psychologically to our well-being. Or not, if we're talking about bloaty the pizza <laughs> hog. <laughs> I, it felt fantastic oh. at the time. That's that's the thing. It felt fantastic at the time, and it took a while to get here, so well, I have no regrets. You're speaking about, you know, comfort food isn't isn't food for nourishment. It's not like, uh, you know, you have to have your three meals. Like, breakfast is the most important, you know, meal of the day. Um, you need your equal equivalent of, like, you know, fats, proteins, and, and what else, carbs, and... Um, we're we're not talking about that. It's not nourishment for the body. It's nourishment for the mind, the soul, the well-being. It's a mm. different. It's a different kind of nourishment. Yeah, it's the food equivalent of like a warm blanket on a cold, rainy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's literally that hot cup of hot chocolate with marshmallows in it. God, marshmallows! It just feels <laughs> nice good. Toasty marshmallows yeah. by the campfire. Mm. <laughs> exactly, literally, yeah, food just... for the soul. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, absolutely fine when done sensibly and in moderation and not over and over and over and over again. Yeah, well, and it's also one that I think it's worth, you know, really learning some stuff about yourself because for the longest time, like pizza is a good example for me where I, people complain that I'm quite picky about pizza. I'll sometimes won't eat pizza because I don't like it. And it took a while for me to realize that pizza was very much a comfort food for me and there was a very particular way I wanted it. And when it wasn't that way, like it actually was, just, I didn't want it. I didn't want to eat it. I wanted the pizza to be that kind of New York style, yeah, cheesy pizza, not the Italian stone baked, not the oven pizza. Like it, it's a very specific type of pizza that works for me. And mm. if I'm not in the right headspace, that's yeah, why like I don't. When you've like got it. a particular type of food that you want, that's really the way you want it. Yeah. Sometimes mm. when it arrives and it's not that way, it's kind of it's it's very disappointing. Very. 
Um, because it's because it's specifically a comfort food, because it's a psychological food, it needs to be a very particular way for it to really hit. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, what is this? Be, be gone from my sight. <laughs> mm, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, it's, it's a very specific flavor profile. You might be looking for two textures, this and that. Like, mm. it's not, uh, you know, authentic Italian pizza, right? That, yeah. That's not the experience you're looking for. You're looking for something greasy, something very, like, salty, something very cheesy. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, from exactly, my perspective, yeah. Gouda does not belong on a pizza. It's a, you know, pizza should be a <laughs> mozzarella-based cheese dish. Mm-hmm. And... It's like when you get, um, when you get vegan cheese on pizza, <laughs> it's like, it's great, you know, it's it's fantastic. It's finally, you know, a vegan pizza for those that, you know, those that aren't eating dairy or whatnot. But when you eat it and it's just like, it reminds me of cheese, but it's just kind of sad at the same time. Now I'm mm. sad. yeah. You know, it's the same like, you know, a big comfort food for me as well is macaroni and cheese. The, mm, uh, the yes. I don't know, like it's the English way of making it. The way I learned to make it was very much where you'd make a cheese-based white sauce from a roux and then you'd put the macaroni in that. Then you'd have your uh, cheese on top. You bake that and then that's the mac and cheese. Like not the American style, mm-hmm. basically for contrast. And, you know, it, it has to be, it has to be just so like, like for me, it's almost yeah. like I'm the only one that can make it the way I want it. Mm. Even, even if I take it from like a, a restaurant and it's a perfectly nice meal, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like it's just ever so slightly different. Well, I think that's the other thing, like comfort food doesn't necessarily have to be an expensive takeout or restaurant meal like oftentimes it's not it's something your mom used to make for you or something that you learned to make you know when you first moved out and it was easy and you ate it a lot during a particular period in your life like it's that yeah yeah it's that you know melancholy comfort blanket of a meal Hmm. yeah exactly yeah i'm i've been having trouble like remembering what constitutes comfort food for me or like you know go-to meals it it has been a little bit of a while things that do remind me of home in recent recollections i remember when i was younger i used to really really enjoy like a very creamy sort of like homemade tomato soup mm. um, very different from like you know the the the, the campbell cans yeah yeah we right? were a heinz family uh, i'll have you know <laughs> Ah, I see. That's one of them. The other one is like, it's it's a regional, I don't know if you want to even call it a delicacy. It's like it is served very often in this mm. region. It's called kibbe. I don't know what that is. Please do share. Well, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like, you know, um, it's a deep fried coated meatball of sorts. Ooh. And you have some pine nuts or like pine seeds and, and walnuts sometimes. Maybe a bit of pistachio with the meat. Mm. It's it's very flavorful. Mm. I've also heard from like you know a Brazilian acquaintance of mine that it is also very commonly served at, at Brazilian bars as uh, oh. like mm. finger foods. Well, the meatball, the humble meatball, is very much a worldwide phenomenon. Like the idea of taking you know minced meat of some sort and crafting it into a small finger sized thing and then you know baking it, frying it, deep frying it, and everybody mm. has their little version, and they're all often quite nice even like the uh, the vegetarian alternatives for you know our vegetarian Yay. friends <laughs> hello hi <laughs> i will have you know i will definitely have you know that some vegetarian food is absolutely delicious Ooh, yes. yes yes it can be yes that that is it can also sure. be very very depressing but sometimes <laughs> it is 
absolute top notch. You mean like mm-hmm. a, a certain popular uh, worldwide fast food phenomenon's vegetarian burger? <sighs> not naming <Five> any guys. <laughs> no, I was going to say not naming any names. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm shaming. I'm shaming these people. I'm salad, sure in a, batch, uh, salad in a bun. Hot salad in a bun. It was. It was hot salad in a bun. It's like I don't. It, you don't have to provide a vegetarian option. That's fine. If you're a meat centric place, that's cool. You don't need to provide a vegetarian option. But if you do, don't make it a slap in the face. I'd rather just not eat. You know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not bitter about it. You're bitter about it. <laughs> I mean, Five Guys is such an interesting one because I know several people for whom the Five Guys burger is their go-to comfort burger, and there is such a a stress about it because they're so expensive. It's insane how much you'll pay for like a burger and fries. I mean, and they are good burgers. Like I do like a good Five Guys burger, but oh my word, are you paying for that burger? That my, my experience with Five Guys has not been great. Like mm. I, I don't remember it being anything exceptional or anything good. Um, yeah. It's not. It, it it's, may vary from place to place. It's like, you know, depending on what the, what the local favorite is. Like, your five guys might be my Shake Shack over here. Like, here's what I have experienced. And I've done quite a bit of, you know, trying uh, <laughs> several burger joints around the corner. It's, it seems to be a very research. popular food. <laughs> You've done it's a fair research. amount of research into the burger industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very have we so. all? <laughs> uh, very much so. But, like, the, the point to drive home is that, you know, if, if I'm ordering a Shake Shack burger, it's like there is this, it, it's a consistent level of disappointment. It's good, but it's a consistent <laughs> level of disappointment. You know how to prepare yourself to not be too disappointed. It's fine. Yeah, that, you know what that, you're getting. That, that's yeah. the fast food burger in a nutshell. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, setting your expectations and hoping that they're met. For the, what you're going to get, like, you know, if you're getting a Mackey D's burger, you should know what you're getting by now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be the same pretty much everywhere you get it. And that's kind of the draw. It, you, that, yeah, that, like, is, that is it. In a lot yes. of ways. It's, it's, it's the same. It's, it's, it's the same in New York as it is in Paris, as it is in Tokyo. You know exactly what you're getting when you're ordering that, that you know. Which is the, why they're the, in the airports. Big that's why they're in oh, airports. Yeah. It's safe. You know, it's like, I'm in a strange country. I have no idea what the cuisine is like. I don't know what I'm going to like, what's going to agree with me. And there are the golden arches calling me to this safe place of, you know, comfortable disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to be a gourmet burger. Like, And I think that's the... Later on, if we have time, we do want to talk about like the difference between like takeout and fast food and then like, you know, restaurants and fine dining. But that is one of those key differences. Like I remember going to like a a gourmet burger place in England when I was still living there uh, with Jeff, in Mm. fact. And, you know, the fries were exceptional. The burgers were great. You were paying I think you were still paying probably a bit more than um, five guys. I remember paying about what, like eight, nine pounds for a burger. This was, you know, a good yeah. five, ten years ago. But, like, this mm. was a gourmet burger, and they were good. And, you know, you take that burger mm. with a nice, you know, strong... Um, it was very hipstery, very, like, IPA beers, and, you know, the cans had cartoons on them, that kind of thing. But it was a, for an experience that you'd have maybe once every month or every other month, if that. It mm. really hit the spot for a gourmet burger. And the vegetarian burgers were good as well, which is very, very difficult to find. It's getting mm. better, but oh, man, it, it, it can be very difficult to find a good vegetarian burger. A good bean burger is worth its own weight in beans. 
Oh, oh, well, I had one of those when I was in Copenhagen a little while back, and it was fantastic. He's like, I'm not saying I cried, <laughs> but I might have cried a little. Was it better than the, uh, the gluten burger you had in Manchester that one time? Oh, the, sa- the seitan. The seitan. Uh, it was a bean burger rather than seitan. Seitan, seitan is pretty great if you, if, you go on, if you really want that like chewy chicken-like texture. Hmm. Um, I can't. It just I can't needs to get be spiced the, and flavored properly. Otherwise, it just tastes miserable. Yeah, I can't get over like this sort of like flavorless profile that seitan has. Like I've had like a couple of like Beyond Burgers, which are getting quite popular again. And again, for the price, they're quite dear. But texture-wise, even like the Beyond Burger is better than like the weird flavorless thing that is seitan. <laughs> seitan. <laughs> Mm. I mean, why did they call it nightmare that? as well? I mean, there must be like that, Satan. It must be like an older name that's got nothing to do. But it's like, what did you have for dinner, Satan? I mean, Satan, 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 Satan. Satan. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google it. I think it's like the burger of the beast. It, I mean, it's oh god, this is a <laughs> terrible time to say. You know, the devils in the details. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, we have to. We oh, have it's, to it's, a, like, it's a jack. It's a Japanese name, apparently. Right, that makes more sense then, because otherwise I'm just going to start singing Iron Maiden and nobody wants that. (laughs) (laughs) It it is a bit of an oxymoron, you know, saying a gourmet burger, like, you know, that defeats the purpose of the burger. It's ground meat on bread. (laughs) That's that's, that's a very good point, yeah. I don't know. I I will fight for this one. I think that, like, food, any food can be as good as you can make it. Yeah, you can have your freeze-dried, sad little grey burger patty that is, you know, warmed in front of you by an underpaid person, you know, who's just get trying to get through their day. Or you can have, mm-hmm. like, you know, freshly ground prime cuts of meat that are hand-shaped and grilled to perfection. And you're going to pay the difference for it. But I mm. do enjoy, like, food when it really is at its best. Like, that is, for me, like, that's a big comfort thing for food for me is, like, trying to get the food at its best, even if I'm cooking for myself mm. or cooking with friends. So I was going to say, it goes from top down, you know, like from super, super high quality ingredients to super low quality ingredients, just getting it as good as you possibly can. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a big one. Well, I mean, if you remember when we were together, uh, I made us the lasagna and that like, that's one of my big, mm. another one, of, I wouldn't say it's a comfort food. I do enjoy it very much. It's more like a, I believe I cook this relatively well. And, uh, you know, that... <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> That was very delicious. Yes, I remember. It is. It's a good. It's a good recipe because it like just brings out all the best in all the ingredients. It's a. It's a great sharing recipe as well to have with people because it's just yeah. a really good sit round meal. Oh, very much so. Like cooking for yourself doesn't have to be expensive and time consuming, but it can be. Like that lasagna is like a two hour, three hour affair, and it you know involves like browning the meat and then deglazing with a you know with a vinegar or a red wine, and you know then slowly bringing up the meat sauce. You know all these sorts of things, but they it's worth it for like a delicious yeah. meal you can share. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And 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 by you know by, by contrast, by contrast, that like. It, it can be as, you know, in, involved as you'd like it to be. It can also be something simple. Yeah. Uh, I remember having to prep burgers the day <laughs> the day we landed, if you recall. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just we know you're t- Murdoch, we know you're tired. We know you want to go to bed, but here's some, here's some burger meat. Go make baddies. 
And, and what? That, that, that was that was the beauty of it. It was quite literally like you know f- freshly ground beef. Uh, just like you know, pack them into little patties, add a little bit of garlic salt, a little bit of black pepper, and you know, the, on on the fryer it goes. Yeah, and it it was it was it was good. It is good. It was good. It, it is good. good. It was a good meal. A good pan sear, like again, like something the gourmet burger did give us is like I think a lot of people really saw burgers as a flame grilled barbecue meat, but like a good mm. pan seared burger, you know, get a cast iron ripping hot and just you're not frying the meat, you're searing it and just sealing in all that you know juicy deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Oh, just. Oh. Meanwhile, oh. I enjoyed my corn discs. It's fine. You did enjoy your uh, your fine. fermented mushroom discs. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> corn is another meat alternative <laughs> I could never really get behind, no matter how many years I worked I lo- with it. I love corn. The problem with it is, is that you can spend, you can cook it, and the colour just doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> and it um, drinks remember? oil. It just drinks it. Oh my god! Yeah, you know. I mean, that's why you know when we when we made the lasagna, it was a mushroom lasagna rather than a corn lasagna, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was so much. It was kind of better because you didn't need as much moisture. Yeah. Oh, that that yeah, I remember that. That that was also delicious. <laughs> that was also very delicious. Look, mushrooms. Very specific mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms from a can or a different. We do not oh, talk. Oh, about. oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's th- I never. Oh, Murdoch, we're talking comfort oh, food disgusting. here. This is food that brings joy. This is an indulgence. What if mushrooms shouldn't come from a can? Vegetables shouldn't come just, from a can. They, they, they I just realised I brought up the blanket and hugged it a little closer when you said that. I was that disgusted <laughs> by it. Oh. I mean, I know some oh. people absolutely swear by like sweet corn from a can, but like as somebody that you know really enjoys like an actual like corn on the cob steamed and then mm, barbecued mm. a little bit, like no. No. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing there are to certain, that poor there are vegetable? Certain ca- there are down. certain canned foods that are pretty, that can be, you know, just beans, as not, sure. not always just as good. But beans, if you're trying to make like a pumpkin pie, pumpkin puree from a tin can be, you know, if you can't get a pumpkin, it kind of works just as well. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not like, you know, sweetened or flavored. But right. oh, when you see like, oh, canned, canned mushrooms, my God. <laughs> shall, shall, not, shall not be speaking oh. of. I've, 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 yes. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freshly, freshly sautéed mushrooms have a tendency oh, yes, like when cooked yes. right. There's the what's the word oh. for it? Umami, I think. Umami, oh, exactly. Yeah, the umami bomb you uh, get from it. I oh, like garlic mushrooms cooked in oh. butter with salt. Anything <laughs> cooked in butter. I mean, <laughs> I've got some butter and I'm frying it in butter. Yeah, my heart hurts. Oh. Eat butter up that bacon. Um, well, I, I remember like again when we were together, I made uh, scrambled egg for people, and people were like, "Wow, this is amazing! What's your secret?" Butter and a lot of it. Oh, butter, an unhealthy <laughs> amount of butter. <laughs> like again, oh. I, I want to remind the, you know those following along at home. This is not an episode about healthy eating. That episode is forthcoming. Oh, we will talk to you about how like a healthy body and a healthy mind coexisting, and how you know if you look after your body, we'll look after. You. Today is not that episode. Today is the butter <laughs> episode. Now today we're, <laughs> we're just cramming as much in our mouths as possible. Mm-hmm. And and you know once we have figured out how to recover from the three pizzas.
The three pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This sounds like, like like some sort of unholy fast food version of that, like hike people do in England. The three peaks. Where you, like you gotta like hike three. What, well, I say we you hike three mountains. It's what we in England call mountains, uh, but you have to do them <laughs> all old in, hills. in one day. Like the three pizza challenge. You've got to eat three pizzas before your heart gives out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm mildly ashamed to say that I've completed that challenge many times. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the three pizza. No, no. I've, I haven't done three peaks. I've, I've run two of them in one day, but I haven't done all three three peaks in one day. Mm. No, no, no comment, Your Honor. I, I have no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> I think another one that's uh, very much a comfort food thing, and it also kind of starts to step on the toes of uh, another topic I'd love to visit at some point, which is food while traveling, is street Mm. food. Like, street food is... Ah, street food. Street food is someone else's comfort food, I always feel. Like, you know, Mm, generally, when you get good street food, it's quick, it's thrown together, and it's delicious, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, like there's something just desperately comforting about, you know, most cultures' street food, whether it's like, um, you know, I know it was popular in the in the north of England, you know, before I left, like these uh, street food curry places. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, here where I live, we have the uh, the souvlaki gyros stuff, which is just oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Me- meat and mm-hmm. sauce and bread. Yep. Gyros are the perfect fast food. It's a hill I will die on. Everything's there in one convenient package. It is. Wrapped in a pitta. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's... The, the falafel stands. It, Jeff, if you no. have not tried like a fully featured falafel sandwich, you, you're missing out, friend. I, I had one when I was in when I was going through Bristol last mm. year when I was when I was doing my lead jog, mm-hmm. and there was this. There, I think it was like this Middle Eastern stand. It was just about to close, and they were very very nice and made me a sandwich. And yeah, and it was like spiced falafel in this like hoagie bread. Ooh, and hoagie bread. Yeah, had all sorts of all sorts of sauces, and oh, it was. I, I dream about that sandwich. But was was there like you know roasted eggplant in there? Maybe there was like a like roast vegetable medley like layered on top of it. So I think there was like you know onion and maybe it was aubergine. I'm not sure. That sounds okay. That that, that it didn't sounds, last very sounds... long. For it, the sandwich <laughs> didn't last long enough for me to examine. <laughs> That that's a good mark. That is, you know, that that is the very definition of comfort food. Sometimes <laughs> it's gone before you can sit down. I was hiking twenty five kilometers a day. I needed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they say hunger is the best spice, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> it didn't work with couscous though. I mean, I can't stand that. If I have to see Ainsley Harriet's face <laughs> on a packet of couscous ever again, uh, hunger is not always the best spice. Which reminds me, actually, and I and I don't know why something about our shared childhood experiences. I th- I feel like pasta has become a very universal comfort food for many many people. Just that, oh yeah, very quick and easy. You can throw tomato sauce in it. You can throw cheese in it. You can throw pesto in it. But some people just put butter and pepper on there. Mm. Yeah, or a nice uh, a, a nice Italian style like garlic and olive oil. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti is oh. This is a very hungry episode. <laughs> I should have eaten. I really should have eaten before we recorded. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still recovering from second breakfast. <laughs> second breakfast. Second breakfast. <laughs> I realised they've heard about second breakfast. Did, 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 you, did you also have elevensies, my friend? <laughs> well, 
I never got a chance to, you know, but like, this, this has been a very strange week for me, basically. Sleep has been um, shuffled around. I'm not, you know, awake in the right time zone that I'm supposed <laughs> to be in. And therefore, you know, lunch has become breakfast, breakfast has become dinner kind of thing. Uh, oh, breakfast for dinner. That's a great one, oh, actually. Yeah, that, that's not even like on the notes. Those are some yeah. good days. <laughs> Bacon and <laughs> eggs and like boiled or fried potatoes, baked beans because I'm English. I'm Baked mm. beans are a breakfast dish. I will die on this hill. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like, for, for something that like is, I think baked beans are an American invention, like they do find it strange we eat them for breakfast. Mm. But, oh, yeah, oh. breakfast for dinner is excellent. Especially because everybody has their own preference of baked beans. I know, Moggy, your preference for baked beans is different to mine. You like them more congealed and, might I say, claggy. Whereas... <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, Marky hates the word claggy, so I try to use it as much as humanly possible. Mo- mo- Love you, moving brother. On, you know, ve- moving on, moving vari- on, variations of eggs as well. You have shakshukas, which, Ooh, like, that, that seems yes. to be a thing. Oh, shakshuka, yes. Uh, it's like spiced tomato and eggs. Because mm. it's like, yeah, like spiced tomato sauce and the eggs are kind of like almost poached in them. Mm-hmm. And, mm, yeah. And then you mm-hmm. just and then you just attack it with pita bread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Ooh, his eyes just got all gollumy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give me the shakshuka, my precious. I, ha- I haven't had shakshuka in ages. Uh, it's great. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what the plan for today was, but we really are just listing amazing food at this point. This has gone so far off the rails. Episode. <laughs> we've, we've hit a couple of the points. We've Some just like fallen them, but- off... We've well, no, we've fallen off the rails of like plot and and notes, and we just like like we're like pigs just rolling around in the filth of our indulgence right now. Like, oh, food is wonderful. Do you remember that one? Yes, guys. Oh, and you know what? This is exactly what this episode does want to be because that's exactly what comfort yeah. food is. It's pure indulgence. It is really allowing yourself to enjoy something that you know you enjoy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether, you know, you should have this or shouldn't have this, like, mm, that extra spoon of, like, a vanilla, vanilla ice cream. <laughs> uh, you eat your ice cream with a spoon? The lid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he just chops the tub in half and eats it like a trough. I, I've said this before. I've sa- I will say this again. Do not leave me in a room alone with a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> oh yeah like oh uh, that's something that um some people have discovered i do that they find it a little strange uh, i actually put peanut butter in my porridge it's, it's a good protein boost for the morning yeah if you put like a bit of honey or whatever your like sweetener is like it yeah it really brings it out but some people are like what is that smell and like there's something mm, about cooked peanut butter that doesn't work for a lot of people. I, yeah. I could I could understand a lot of people associated it, you know, it's more of a sweet thing, even though I think in, in some cuisines, Indonesian, for example, like peanut butter is an ingredient. They put it in some of their yeah. foods. They sat- uh, Thai food. Thai food Th- has Thai a lot food of peanuts is, in yeah, it. Thai food similar, as well, yeah. yeah. It's delicious. For sure. Oh. For sure. But like, yeah, I think uh, you touched on it there, like... A point that maybe just to differentiate a little, like we uh, we talked about like restaurants and fine dining, which is I think maybe a different kind of indulgence. 
where hmm. when we're talking comfort yeah. food, I think a lot of this is like, as we said, it's home cooking and fast food, street food, like fine dining, because I think half of the expense involved, but half of it's maybe more the the difference in maybe how at least I would approach enjoying it, where like if I'm having really good food, like prime restaurant food, I'm really looking to try and experience the subtleties in flavor. Like, oh, what have they done here? Oh, wow. Like I can, I didn't realize you could use this spice that way or, you know, really savoring mm. like comfort food. Sometimes you're barely tasting it. You're eating it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, sometimes, yeah, as I said, sometimes it doesn't last long enough for you to really examine the intricacies of, of the delicate flavor balance. No, no, you're just shoving it into your mouth and not even swallowing it, sort of like a duck. <laughs> but that's kind of like maybe part of the indulgence there is that allowing yourself to be a kid again almost, you know, like, mm, yeah. what's the flavor profile of this and how does it pair with the wine matching? No, it's like, ooh, macaroni and cheese. Let's see how fast I can finish this. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Jeez. <laughs> you know, you you got the finely balanced, delicate spices of a restaurant thing, and sometimes like, I'm eating this because it's blue and it tastes like the colour blue. Mm, yes, blue. <laughs> blue is a flavour. I will die on this hill as well. It blue is. is a flavour. Blue is definitely a flavour. Uh, but it's also, I think it's a different flavour depending on which country you're in. Really? I, I believe so, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, for me, blue is blue is like bubblegum Yeah, to blue me, is but bubble in some gum. places it's like cola. Some hmm. places it's like a raspberry flavour. Blue raspberry. Yeah. Mm. Blue raspberry is something, but I think there's like there is a core of that blue raspberry flavor that is just the color, not the like the the, <laughs> the additional like flavoring. It's hard to I, explain. It is because like I'm guessing because like very few foods out there are naturally that kind of brilliant blue. Like most natural mm-hmm. foods are like a shade of purple or lilac or yeah. something like mm-hmm. actual like neon. Blue, it's... What does this taste like? Well, there's a chemical name for it (laughs) that it tastes like. And it's probably Mm, not good for you, but it tastes Mm. nice. The only blue food I can actually think of the top of my head is is like it's a type of blue-green algae and you use it to dye food (laughs) blue. That's its only use. It doesn't taste of anything. But if you want food to be blue, you use this algae. Yeah, blue isn't... Blueberries aren't blue. They're like a purple colour. They are a pair yeah, of they stay, and they stain everything they touch. <laughs> oh, uh, all good foods are up. delicious, though. Mm, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, strawberries. <laughs> I like I, I like fruit. I, I don't know. That's another thing. Mm, like I think so many good. people like don't eat fruit, but there's a great like mangoes. I could eat mangoes until I just fell over. They are amazing. Oh, bro, I, I had a, I had some mangoes the other day. Like. I had a mango, I bought a mango because I wanted a mango, so I ate a mango. But I had another mango because it came as a pair and I felt bad about leaving the other one alone. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd eaten his, it's I'd a eaten mango, his brother not a he hamster. was just there suffering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I had that and I had some avocados and thought, turns out if you mix them all up into a smoothie, it's very, very good. Mango and avocado goes well together. Mm. I did oh. not know this. I'm sure... I'm, I'm sure people much smarter than me already knew this. The, the, yeah, they did. It was um, fantastic. I, I've had mangoes in salads. I've oh, had mango hmm. in salads. I've had strawberry in salads. Yeah. No, much smarter people than you, Jeff, have figured this out. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had mango in I'm spice. catching up. What was it called? Like, the, like mango chutney? Oh, Ooh, that's an Indian chutney, thing. Yeah. That's an Indian yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, mango chutney. Mango chutney and papadoms. 
Just mango chutney on its own off of a spoon. <laughs> Before we go way, way off the off the rails, and this turns into like a two-part episode where we just ramble on about food. I think I'll bring it in with a small anecdote about food and home. You've just like triggered something in me with the uh, mango chutney. It's the one thing that I miss after having left England. It's Indian food, specifically the Indian food they make in the north of England. Yeah, it's it's, it's the only thing glorious. I ever want when I come home. I want that Indian food with a mango lassi and poppadoms and all that. Like, you can get Indian food where I am, but it's not the same. And I think that's, I guess that's another thing I'm wanting to, like, bring this episode around to is that sometimes it's not the the cuisine. It's not pizza or curry that is comfort. It, it's food that tastes a particular way because it reminds you of something in particular and it allowing yourself to indulge in those memories in those feelings you've like mm-hmm. allowing yourself to feel something and mm. and the food is what activates it and i think it's something that is more important than we may realize mm-hmm. yeah definitely it really is okay well do you guys have any final thoughts on the topic I'm so hungry now, guys. It's, it's not even real. I'm so hungry. Jeff's going to go off and make some sort of cheese toasty. I can feel it. I can feel a cheese oh toasty in Jeff's future. No, I can't. Oh I can't. I've got nothing in. I've got nothing in the house. I haven't been shopping yet. I oh, can see. Man. I can't go shopping now that I'm hungry. In Jeff's future. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned cheese, and the only thing going through my brain is fondue. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I know. Maybe I'll. Oh. Maybe I'll allow myself to indulge because I've been. I, I spotted that our Domino's Jeff actually has a special on at the moment where they're doing Manhattan style pizza or Brooklyn. No, I think it's Brooklyn style pizza, and I haven't tried it yet. And I'm hoping that I'm allowing myself to hope again, Jeff. I'm allowing myself to hope again that maybe <laughs> th- this is the pizza flavor that I've been searching for all those years. <laughs> Isn't, oh, it, isn't, it the, isn't it the water oh. that makes New York pizza so good, though? <laughs> like, is the actual water they use in making the dough? Oh, quite, quite oh. possibly, quite possibly. But one can dream. For, one can yeah. dream. <laughs> I've, 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 I've just been reminded of that, that, that portal for a certain fried chicken place. <laughs> like it used to taste in the nineties. It opens up and closes at random times. Just yeah. to just to wrap things up, I think we might overlook, you know, the enjoyment there is in eating certain foods, like that comfort, that warm blanket, you know, that that small moments of bliss and joy and happiness in in specific items of food. I think th- those go underlooked. It's like, ah, why do you enjoy this particular food? Why is it the mac and cheese? Why is it the porridge? You know, why is that you know a, a creamy bowl of like tomato soup? Right. It, it might not just be the meal itself. It might be, you know, associated warmth, conscious, subconscious. And I think it's important mm. that we pay attention to that just a little bit. Yeah, very yeah, much. Absolutely. Get them back on the menu, you know, like maybe I know certain issues can arise, like if you and your partner or, you know, roommates don't like the same food. Sometimes it's worth fighting saying, no, on this day, if you, you know, share meals on this day, I'd like this food because it is important. And, you know, if somebody yeah. else is like saying, I really want this and you go, but I don't like it, maybe it's important to them. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
All right. Well, this has been a uh, both a delicious and I don't want to say like a um, salivating episode. A salivating, <laughs> Very excellent, Jeff. Ex- excellent. <laughs> yes, it's a, a chaotic episode as well. But <laughs> uh, I know I had a lot of fun. So I hope the listeners at home had fun too. And go easy on whatever you eat after listening. But otherwise, I <laughs> I hope you join us next week for the next one. We've been indulgently minimal. You can find us on. Twitter at Indulgently Mini, or you can email us if you have any thoughts, any topics you want us to cover, anything like that. You can email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy, and I've been joined by Jeff. Yeah, thanks, guys. Just remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. Hey, remember, folks, indulge just a little. With food, take that to heart. <laughs> Just (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening, guys. I hope we catch you for the next one. Take it easy. Bye. Have a good one.